Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new edition of VLGA Connect and I'm very, very pleased to have a longtime friend of local government joining me on the program today. He's the new CEO of the Latrobe Valley Authority, uh, but he's known to us uh, quite well, as I said, Chris Buckingham. Hello, Chris. G'day, Chris. Great to see you again. It's been a while. It has, and uh, great to see you too. Last time we spoke, you were the CEO of Casey Cardinia Libraries and uh, you've made a pretty significant career change since then. Yeah, it's, it feels like um, every time we talk, I've made another change. But um, yes, certainly, um, and look, very. I love my time um, with libraries, and indeed, that work with Public Libraries Victoria as well was, you know, uh, was a, it was a transformative experience for me, and really allowed me to connect with a sense of purpose within community within a community setting, and um, yeah, lovely grassroots work. Um, this job's a little bit different, um, but still laden with purpose. Um, have a role providing leadership in a regional context um, for the Latrobe Valley and indeed um, surrounding local government areas, um, particularly as we navigate our way through transition, which is going to be significant and profound in Gippsland over the next five to 10 years. Yes. So before we talk a bit about the authority and its work, what, why this role for you at this particular time in your career, Chris? What appealed to you about it? Oh, look, I think, you know, I've been in various CEO roles for probably and the like for the last 10 or 15 years. Um, most, of my, most of that work has been in Melbourne and I, I, not many people know, but I'm, I actually am a Gippsland boy. I live in Ellenbank, which is a um, very beautiful part of West Gippsland, not far from Warrigal on the Sresleckies. And um, as much as, and particularly with the Casey Cardinia Library work where I was embedded in community and sitting in libraries with people and actually sort of experiencing that grassroots sense of connection, there's nothing quite like the opportunity to do good work on your home patch and um you know it's it's an 18 month opportunity so it's relatively short um but i think just that opportunity to come back and actually influence the direction of the region provide some positive leadership and um you know help unite the tribes of Gippsland um in response to what will be a challenging and really interesting time well that's really the role of the authority isn't it you're there to uh, aid this this notion of economic transition across the latrobe valley and Gippsland more generally so this is really a, a, a significant sort of generational change that's happening isn't it uh yeah it's huge and and look it's like tectonic plates in the regional development context so what we've got obviously is the gradual um closure of the brown coal-fired power industry um the, the flip side to that is we've got massive investment coming down the line for renewable energy um particularly wind energy but also a bit of solar as well and um, you know, one of the things I wasn't aware of before coming into this role, um, Latrobe Valley also has enormous geothermal reserves um, that are quite accessible. So there are a number of things on the new energy front that are really exciting. Um, I think the community itself is recognising um, the need to add value um, to supply chains. So when I say that, I mean, I'm talking about food and fibre in particular. So we've been really good at producing milk um, and timber and um, a range and beef and a range of other agricultural products, but our capacity to add value um, has been relatively limited because we haven't need, needed to add value. Um, mm -hmm. I think um, as we become more mature as a region, we've got to identify ways and opportunities for innovation, um, ways of adding value um, that go beyond um, bulk goods, frankly. And um, yeah, really exciting times. This authority model for the Latrobe Valley, is there anything else like this elsewhere in Victoria or is it, a, is it unique to this it's, region? It's a unique model. Chris, um, in fact, I don't think there's anything quite like it in Australia. I think um, the Victorian government um, realised that uh, a sustained approach to transition was required in the Latrobe Valley, and um, they created this entity uh, because they wanted 
um, their response to be more nimble and responsive. They wanted a place-based response critically. So um, they were adamant about the need for locals making decisions for locals or, you know, so in other words, you know, by Gippsland, for Gippsland, they completely got that. So, yes, it's a, it's a new model of operation. And I think it's, it's where we're just about to hit our straps in terms of the way that we work with key stakeholders in the region and present that united, harmonious approach to regional development. So just before we go on to that stakeholders uh, issue, just take us back. It's four or five years ago that the authority was created. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. it was created uh, in directly in response to the closure of Hazelwood yeah. Power Station. Yeah. So, yeah, 2016-17. And w- what has it managed to achieve in that short time thus far? Oh, wow. Well, it's been incredible. So and I should probably chunk up the work. So in the first instance, there was the response to the closure and supporting the workforce and indeed the community around um, Hazelwood in terms of, you know, finding jobs or new pathways um, to business or indeed retirement. So that whole, you know, initial response to what was quite an emotional time for the region and the community more broadly. Um, very clearly now we're in, in what I would describe as recovery. So it's about actually, um, you know, helping fund programs and initiatives that actually will help boost the economy. And there's been significant investment through the LDA in local recreational infrastructure, um, most notably um, swimming pools, um, indoor stadiums, football ovals, cricket ovals, tennis courts, that sort of thing. Um, But there's also been quite a bit of work done around how we improve uh, local procurement practices. So we've got a a preponderance or a significant number of large businesses either in the region or coming into the region. How do we make sure that actually um, we help local business tap into that and do business successfully with them. So it's a project called Grow Gippsland. Um, the, the other piece, and I think this is just as important, if not more so, is about how we build resilience in the community. So if you break, as I say, chuck it up into, into response, recovering resilience, um, this resilience piece for us right now is a key focus. And that's how we empower community and business to have conversations with government about how they see the future of the region. And you know, uh, somebody did a desktop survey of the number of plans in Gippsland, and dare I say it, I think the 300 um, plans produced in various wow. shapes or forms the last 20 years. Mm. So while we recognise the need for plans because they provide a platform for accountability, I think at the same time we've got to make sure that when we work out our strategic directions and we have done, that they're evidence-based, but that the community has some sense of ownership of them as well. So let's talk about the intersection with local government, if if we can, because clearly you're working on things that are very important to councils as well and alliances like uh, One Gippsland. How does your authority fit into that broader picture? Yeah, look, I, I, I think that for the region to prosper, um, all three levels of government need to work together cooperatively. Um, I, my first priority has been engaging with local government CEOs and councils, um, particularly Wellington, Borbor and Latrobe, because they're the sort of the defined area in which we operate. But, mm-hmm. you know, having that conversation, and one Gibson is the consortium of six, um, and I think it's important that the LDA understands that we're operating in the Gibson context, not just Latrobe Valley itself. But that, that relationship with local government is critical. And I think, um, you know, if I was to cast my mind back four or five years ago when the LBA was created, I dare say there were a few raised eyebrows um, in the sense of, well, why, why don't you just give this work to the local government to fund them? Or why don't you give this work to the regional branch of the regional Victorian fund them more to, to, to roll it out? Um, the decision was the decision um, at the time. And I think we're reaching a level of maturity within the region where we recognise, once again, that if we work together, we, we're, we're, we're unstoppable. But if we spend our time arguing about 
um, which way is up or how T's are crossed and, you know, who stole whose ducks 20 years ago. People won't listen to us and we won't be effective. And, um, Chris, I, I, you know, I, I made, I think, my name in, in Gippsland probably some 12, 15 years ago uh, working in the tourism industry. And my, my role was to unite the tribes and get small business across the region working together. We did that successfully. And the key to it is recognising that parochialism is a form of energy. It's a passion, but it's a negative form of passion. And you actually have to shift it a few degrees just to turn it into straight-out passion, which we've got plenty of down here. So we have plenty of parochialism, uh, but if we can turn that sort of slightly negative worldview into a more positive one and realise that a problem shared is a problem halved, that uh, when, when your neighbour is successful, you should celebrate that rather than get angsty about it and learn from them and turn them and, 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 and learn from them and try and work out how you might be successful as well. So a far more positive mindset, you get results. Um, and I know it's a cliche, but I think, you know, for regions to be successful, people have got to be prepared to work together to grow the cake. If you find yourself fighting for share, you're on a short track to, to despair. So does the Latrobe Valley Authority have a finite life, Chris, or is the government commitment to this open-ended and ongoing? I think I think the LVA does have a finite life. I just don't know um, that its finite life is coming to a close anytime soon. And the, and the reason I say that is because um, everybody recognises we have a solid 10 years of transition in front of us. We've got um, forestry um, going through um, complete restructure at the moment. Um, your lawn, 28. Um, Loyang A, Loyang B. Um, anytime between now and 2040. But, you know, if you look at the AEMO reports, it's more likely to be 2032 and around that mark. Um, and of course, oil and gas is, is coming offline. Um, and the flip to that, and I think this is the positive narrative, is that with all this additional investment in new energy, um, there's a piece of work in terms of actually joining the dots and ensuring workforce transitions successfully um, across the new industry where possible. Um, but also that we as a region are prepared for a massive influx of investment. So it's requiring a different mindset. So, yes, I think the LVA um, has a role providing leadership and tr transition for some time to come. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to being a part of it. Chris, with your background in tourism, local government, libraries more specifically very recently, and being a Gippsland boy, as you say, this must feel like the perfect culmination of a career path for you. Uh, it's day 30 on the job, and I'm still smiling, Chris. I just, I get out of bed every morning and can't believe that I'm back on ground uh, working with people I've known for many years, and indeed people who I've not met before but share that passion and enthusiasm for the region. It's... Um, it's a wonderful place. It's a sweet spot for me right now. And look, I, I've learned throughout my career, as you point out um, very gently, I've had a number of different gigs over, over the journey. <laughs> uh, I just learned, I think at this age and stage of my career, you just enjoy each day. And if you've got purpose in your work and you can see the value in what you're doing, you know, you're, you're actually providing return on um, investment for your employer, then 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 stick at it um, for as long as you can. You know, you're happy, I say. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's a good place. I'm, I'm very, very pleased. That's so good. Well done. Now, I know we've grabbed you between meetings. So thank you, Chris. I look forward to hearing about your successes as you uh, as you really get into the role, as you say, day 30 on the ground. So uh, all the very best to you. And thanks for keeping in touch. And we hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks, Chris. Much appreciated. I've been talking with Chris Buckingham, the new CEO of the Latrobe Valley Authority and still a good friend to local government here on this episode of the LGA Connect. Mm -hmm.